0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of the hawk hound book club my name is jess holmes joining me today are pj and elise and we are here to talk books hey guys hello hey what's going on i'm tired and very sunburned oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs> ouch
1: jesse look tired
0: thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm excited because I mean, the first ever episode of Book Club we did was Red Rising. Yep. And now here we are, like, in two or three weeks, the newest book, Lightbringer, is coming out. I am so hyped.
1: I have spent, what has it been, four years? I've spent four years waiting for this book.
0: No kidding.
2: (laughs) And even
1: longer, just waiting to finish the series. Elise introduced me to Red Rising, I don't even know how long ago. Forever ago. I think the first I didn't read it from the beginning, but the first Red Rising book came out I think 9 years ago. So, long journey for people who have been reading from the beginning and then this one in particular, like the first trilogy, they came out 1 year after another. No, it wasn't, yeah. It was like they 2000 They came out
2: pretty fast.
1: It was like if I recall, it's like 2014, 15 and 16 were the first 3 books and then it was 2019 and then it's 2023, <laughs> so, and we got news. Not only does Red not only does Lightbringer come out at the end of July, which has been pushed back a million times, but yes. they're doing a seventh book, Red God.
0: Yay! And, and that is going to come out a lot sooner, hopefully, right? So, because it's already written.
1: Supposedly, so I we'll had see. I had been reading this for a while that Red God and Lightbringer were written at the same time. the The basic thing that people were saying was that he split the book in two, which isn't entirely true. So I was listening to an interview. I think it was only about a month ago that this interview came out with with Pierce Brown. I was listening to it today, and he said his plan is to have the rough draft done by the end of this year, and for it <sighs> to be out for next Christmas. So there was a thing going around on the on the internet that it was going to be this Christmas. Was gonna be Red mm. God, but I don't That's think we're too that lucky.
0: After so no. disappointed now. Publishers need that. Drawn yeah, I can't out imagine a publisher or, yeah. to
1: do that. That's true. Yeah, there's no way. Like even if the book was ready, I, I don't. You see gotta let this
2: that. one make some money. Yeah, yeah. Bring exactly. Bring out the next one and all the
1: other yeah. Stuff so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully by Christmas of next of 2024. If not, I hope it's not any early, later than. spring spring of 25, but it just seems so long away. Uh, But anyway, Uh, we have a lot to look forward to with the new book. So I shouldn't get too ahead of myself, but I I am excited to see how it ends.
2: Yes, and I don't want it to end. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's the thing. It's like this hurry up and wait. Like, I'm excited for the new thing to come out, but I also want to enjoy the new book. And it's like, you ever get a new book and you read it all in one day, and you're like, why did I do that? Why didn't I enjoy it? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: I should have let it just be drawn out. But yeah, I'm just
1: going to do the same yeah. thing that I've done with all the other books, and I'll read the new one, and then I'll let it sit for a while, and then I'll go back and just restart the whole <laughs> series again.
2: How many times I've, have you read all of these
1: books? And I've <laughs> never done that with any other series ever. So when I talk highly about the series, I, I'm not a person who rereads books very often. There's two... There's three series that I've read repeatedly and this is one of them so but yeah the first book I've probably read five times at least which is a lot and
0: the first book I would say is like one of the weaker ones and not that's not to say that it's a bad book it's just setting the stage Pierce Brown has a lot of that YA stuff in it Pierce Brown
1: describes his first book as a literal Trojan horse. (laughs) And it is (laughs) literally, it literally is. And it's not, that's not to say it's not good, but he said he had six books rejected before red rising. Couldn't get a book published. And then he's like, well, let me look at the market. What's doing good right now. Ender's game is doing good. Hunger games is doing good. I want to write a space opera. Nobody wants to buy a space opera. So I will write hunger games and then turn it into a space opera.
2: But he did, and that's what's incredible that is that he pulled it off beautifully <laughs> without,
1: without making the first book bad. He just made the right. first book YA and a little bit Hunger Games esque. Yeah, but he did it in a way that was like it was so much more than that. So it was like the trappings of you know what was popular in two thousand whatever that year that book came out. It was whatever he- was popular at the time. He put it in those trappings and then made it way bigger. Than what it was. So mm-hmm. even reading the first one, which is quote unquote YA or young adult, even though right, I, not right. really.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that book is <laughs> nah. so violent. I I wouldn't <laughs> really let a young adult read it.
1: <laughs> it's not a young adult book, and it's not uh, a battle royale, and it's not uh, just a pure dystopian. But it, it it uses all those things to basically Trojan horse in the greatest space opera since Dune. So mm-hmm. I yes. love it. Yeah.
0: I yes. would argue that it's way better than Dune. Yeah, I would say that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely.
3: <laughs>
1: but he does reference Dune a lot as yeah. like inspiration for this and obviously there's there's other books that he's referenced. There's one of them I I got to find it. It's a book about it's like a historical fiction about Alexander the Great
3: mm. which he
1: said was a huge inspiration for it and it's it's oh. pretty good too. So I Can understand that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like I wonder where he got all these character names. They all sound so familiar. Like I've heard them
2: before. In history
0: class. Weird. (laughs) Weird.
2: What I love, though, is he doesn't get caught up in the politics. I mean, there's lots of, there's a lot of characters and there's a lot of character development within all of them. And there is a lot of politics in it. But like you read Dune or even um, like George R.R. R. Martin, and you just get so mm. lost mm-hmm. in all the details. And I would even say that with Lord of the Rings reading and even stuff like Aragon that. Even Aragon
1: did that too much yeah. by the end.
2: Yeah. You just get so lost, and the writer gets so lost in all of that. And he's so good at just... He gives you what you need, and he gives mm-hmm. you a lot of context, but it, you don't get lost in the...
1: Well, because the, the the thing that makes Red Rising as a series so good is that it does tone and pacing. Those are like yes. the goals is like each book has a tone that he's going for and he nails it. And then each book has to, you know, like there's momentum and there's pacing that's more important than the politics. Like these books would be, you know, a hundred hour listen. They'd be like, you know, 5,000 pages if they included all of the world building that I'm sure he wanted to to include that he could, um, that he could include. Yeah. But because the pacing is so important, they're not short by any means, which is great. Right. Yeah. Which, can we talk about this? I saw uh, if you go on Audible right now, it says that oh, yeah. the book is going to be thirteen hours long.
0: Wait, and, Lightbringer
1: is? But it's not that. Like they're uh, wrong. That
0: can't be right. Yeah, no. there's no Actually, way that's can right. You guys, because- can
1: you guys carry on this for one second? I have there's to deal. There's a dog. With something.
0: Oh
2: <laughs>
1: real, real quick, I'll be right back.
2: I see a tail. Okay. Oh, cool. it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. When PJ first no told way. me that, no. No, I was. he was like, it says it's only 13 hours. I'm like, is that a chapter?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Not even Red <laughs> Rising was that short, and that was the shortest one out of the bunch.
2: Exactly. So I was like, he couldn't even complete one story arch that he left us with at the right. end of Dark Age. There's no way. No way. So, no,
1: okay, not. so yeah, I don't know what I missed what you guys were saying, but I was saying it says 13 and a half hours, right? On Audible. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you look it up online, and it says the book is 704 pages. So Audible's just not updated. It doesn't yeah. have a preview of it. I don't know why they randomly pick 13.5 or whatever. I'm guessing that's just, like, the average book length of things mm-hmm. on Audible. Right. I have not no idea. Not his
2: average, but... But, but
1: Dark Age... <laughs> no, Dark Age is 750 pages, right. and Lightbringer is 707 or something like that. So it's, up, it's roughly the same length.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, like...
1: Yeah, These just some- you have it right there. I have <laughs> it over here. These
0: are some thick-ass books. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but I would have been I would have been so disappointed if he's like actually there's going to be two books and together they're shorter than Dark Age. Yeah.
2: Right. The first one is the prequel, like a just a short little chapter blurb for you.
1: Well, yeah, cuz what the first Red Rising was I, I I listen to all these because Tim Druyn Reynolds is so fantastic.
0: So good.
1: Um, I listened to all these, so I think the first Red Rising is somewhere between fifteen and twenty hours, or maybe it's shorter. Right. Maybe that one's the shortest. It's more it, than twelve it is hours. Definitely
0: the shortest. But yeah, it's more than it's twelve hours.
1: The... So, but they've progressively each gotten a little bit longer. By the right. time you get to Iron Gold, it's over twenty hours. Um, and then Dark Age was like 35 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was really long.
0: It, it so took he's... me the longest to get through because it was just so long and so much, which is why I'm glad I, I do both. I listen and I read yeah. the physical copy because I just there was no way I'd ever finish it in a timely manner if I didn't do both.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. No kidding. I know we're going to get into predictions in a little bit, but I want I, there's some other stuff like that we actually know about this book that I wanted to talk about. One of them Ooh. is that Tim Gerard Reynolds is doing the entire um audiobook. No Whoa. other voices oh. this time. Yes. I okay. love that.
0: Can we talk about how terrible the change in Mike Lysander? Sanders' voice was? Yeah.
1: Pierce Brown said this in an interview without saying Awful. it. But he basically he, – I don't think he wanted to call that person out by name, but he's like, yeah, we had some difference of opinion with some of the people who came in and didn't respect the material and this and that. And Tim Gerard Reynolds actually seems to really love these books and gets into it and, like, makes it his own.
2: He's so good. He's so, so good. He's so, so good. good.
1: I understand when they switch to a multi-narrative POV yes. that they wanted right. other voice actors. I don't think that that's necessary all the time. And I think that it worked – Here's the thing, I, I'm kinda glad they did, and I'm glad they're going back to not doing it for this reason. I think Ephraim was worth having a different voice actor yeah.
0: for. Totally agree. Yep.
1: I'm glad even Virginia.
0: That, yeah, Virginia. Good
1: yeah, thing. that's the one I would have kept, to be honest. Right. Um, if I had to keep anything, but Lysander should have been voiced by Tim Droid Reynolds. Um
0: yeah. the the original <laughs> voice of Lyria made me want to pull my eyeballs out. Uh yeah. the second voice of Lyria was much better. Yeah,
2: it didn't make her character better, but it made listening to her a exactly. little bit better.
0: <laughs> Fortunately, her character arc starts to get more interesting, it even does. if she is not more interesting. <laughs>
1: yes, I do not like Lyria, but I have hope that it's going somewhere.
0: I mean, it has it's, to, yeah. right? They've 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 done something crucial to <laughs> try and make her more of an interesting character, so.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, well, again, I don't know what. I'll just tell you what I have found out that's like that's known about this book before yes. it comes out. And then yes. we can get into pre- predictions okay. and stuff. Yeah. But like <clears throat> there are reviews on this book out now. And obviously they're all under NDAs. They can't spoil anything. So right. anything I'll say, it's not really a spoiler, I guess. Um, but Lyria does get more interesting according to the reviews that I read. It's like she felt like a side character for the first two books, and it was building up something important. Well, more in Iron Gold, I hated her whole thing in Iron Gold. She
0: felt she was like more the interesting yeah. of Darrow. Like that was yeah. her whole that was
1: thing. on purpose, though, yes. Because yeah. the way that he set it up in Iron Gold was that every other POV had a problem with Darrow, but they were all different levels. So you had like a high color, mid color, and a low color. All had problems with Darrow. And when I said these books have tone, that's important. Like we all are not super big fans of iron gold. I, it's, you, I believe it's something you have to get through and it's important yeah. for a lot of yeah. reasons, but it's not enjoyable in the way the other ones are enjoyable, but you I think it was the necessary. Tone, but hundred percent. It. <laughs> yeah. It's necessary yeah. because I think the tone was disillusionment. I think the whole point mm-hmm. of iron gold was you, you know, he, you, Dara wins the end. You get this kind of really happy moment at the uh, end of morning star ah. and then it's like but what does 10 years of war do yeah. like can our ideals hold up do our own legends hold up yeah. right. so it's, it's and there are far-reaching consequences yeah you know that that exactly. you never could have
2: predicted and
1: like with that, the moonies yes oh yeah gosh.
2: yeah so i think that's a big part of it too the far-reaching consequences when you sum up like that trilogy uh, the first three, you know, Red Rising, you're kind of like, OK, everything is in this neat, nice little package and bow and they've got it all figured out. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, but there are so many. Well, you knew that you knew that there it wasn't. But right. still, you could kind of walk away like it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And I love that the fourth one, you're like, oh, wow. No, these consequences are <laughs> huge. And no, yeah. nothing is fine.
0: <laughs> Literally nothing is fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lyria did very much feel like the antithesis to Darrow in every way, like she was the Gamma from the Reds so she grew up as, mm. you know, kind of the privileged the of the privileged slaves mm-hmm. and she had all these opposite ideas and she was whiny <laughs> <So> <laughs> like much every- Oh, crying oh much my wine. gosh I Not do that- have hope that her story's getting more interesting, even though I still don't like her as a character, her story yeah. in Dark Age was so much better
2: her time with, um,
1: Victra uh, and Olga. Victra,
2: yes, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think really changed her. Ooh.
1: I hope so. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. That's the one thing Pierce Brown does well is he'll change. Like characters have real change.
2: They have yeah. a reason to change. It's not just like oh, I don't like yeah. this anymore. She's not like yeah. It they're not. They're, them they're not put some
0: shit.
1: <laughs> they don't come about change easily, but yes. because he's not afraid to like make the characters go through hell and back Literally. uh their changes yeah. make sense that was as much as i also hate lysander as a person <laughs> his story arc in dark age made sense yes it did yeah yes like again okay, well you can't i mean at this point you know if you haven't read them there's just it's all spoiler anyway yeah right so but the point where he shoots alexander in the head it was like Ugh. it was the hardest part of the book for me, uh, well, not the hardest, but okay, I was gonna maybe, say maybe, the, no, it yeah. was not the hardest part of the book that had to do with a tree.
0: Yeah, hard- uh, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah,
1: we don't have to talk about that. Okay, thank you. But the it was no. the part where I absolutely decide I hate Lysander and there's no yeah. like I'll never like him again.
2: Well, that was like the point of but no made, return for me.
1: Yes, was. with him. That's like, what I was you, trying. You to
0: can't. Say. Yes, I had you can't have Alexandra and Rona so hard. How could you do this?
1: But but if you if you pay attention to what Lysander goes through in the dawn, yeah. you get why he makes the decision. As much yes. as you hate the decision yes. and you wish he wouldn't have made it, it makes sense.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's the one thing that he does well It's like the characters actually follow the, uh, to and, their
0: logical uh, conclusion.
1: Yes, yeah, they follow their yeah. own logic and their own path in a way that doesn't feel contrived or forced. it, yeah. it just makes sense. So,
0: yep.
1: Um. But yeah, yeah one of the things right. I was going to say with the review that's, that I read and l- things I've heard from Pierce Brown is basically we're going to get a lot more Darrow in the next book.
2: Thank God. And you're going to you're going to like Darrow again is what you told me, right? Like you.
1: So one of the reviews I read said that my favorite character from beginning to end has always been Severo, but in Lightbringer, I think it's Darrow. I think I like Darrow as much as I like Severo or more. Um, wow. which is pretty Yay. pretty amazing because Severo is the best character.
2: Facts. Severo's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't trust anyone whose favorite character is not Severo. You know I what I mean. That.
0: That's <laughs>
1: yep. yep.
0: I am disappointed as to how little of Severo we've gotten to see lately. I do hope we get more. Do Severo. you want
1: to? Do you want to get more disappointed? No. No. Okay oh don't say it (laughs) no 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 no!
0: say severo dies i quit no no no!
1: no. i don't think he's gonna die pierce brown wrote the original opening to lightbringer under severo's pov and then decided to go a different route
3: (laughs) how can he do this to
1: us yeah so that would have been so good (laughs) he's like i'm not adding any new povs to this book and i changed how i'm starting it but, Fine, man. To read that there, there was like a whole like beginning of this book that was written. That's all several POV. I was like, oh man.
0: You know he has to like low key release that on some blog site. He, he's or talked
1: something. about okay what, after the whole <laughs> series out possibly releasing that. Uh, I need Severo him to POV. do that.
0: <laughs> That'd be. I amazing. hope so. Yeah, that would be awesome. Huh.
1: I hope so, and then. I was going to say, what else do we know about it before we get into predictions? Um, We're going to get a lot more Darrow. It's from, from the tone that I've heard from Pierce Brown and from the people reviewing it is it's, it's a return to the original trilogy in, in a lot of the tone and themes. Um, Whereas the series seemed to constantly be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It was like, here's a school, here's a planet, here's multiple planets. Here's, you know, just bigger, like the wars get bigger. The universe is expanding this seems like it's going to go back to the themes of, of friendship and the themes of uh, family and be,
2: Yay.
1: I think we'll see Darrow in a lot less, you know, plant planetary battles and a lot more personal battles and a lot more mm-hmm. of that. stuff, so, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Um. Cause, Cause dark age was so dark, yeah. right? It needs to.
0: So dark. Yeah. It's and it, it was, some...
1: I think it was necessary I think all the stuff that happened in in the, like I said, iron gold is really melancholy and disillusionment. And then dark age is dark as, as any book I've ever read. Yeah. And then I think that, I think that those were necessary to set up something. I don't think we're ever going to get like super happy endings from Pierce Brown, (laughs) Brown, but I think we'll get more cathartic
3: uh,
1: endings and more um, kind of like a, I don't know. It's like a dark comedy in a way, where it's like there's there can be hope even even in the darkness kind of thing, which I've I've liked about a lot of his books. So,
0: well, like the end of Morning Star was very cathartic too. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, yeah, it was and still there was still hope in that. Can
1: mm-hmm. I ask you guys about Darrow? Because mm-hmm. this is a thing I keep reading in, from people who are making predictions and talking about these books. They seem to hate Darrow. They,
0: hate they him all say he's that, a bad dad.
1: They, well yeah. yeah. They all here's the thing, they keep saying like he's a warmonger, he's awful, he's turned evil and all these things. And I'm like, I
0: no. I
1: don't get that same sense. And I wanna get what your your guy's opinion was.
2: Hmm. Go, Jess, if you're ready, go. I don't wanna
0: So so from one side I understand where they're coming from because they're seeing this guy go out and basically conquer all of these planets and try and bring them under the new rule of the new sovereign Mm -hmm. but at the same time he's been molded by his circumstances yeah you know it's basically saying okay we've trained up this military general and now we want him to stop doing what he was doing (laughs) and then let someone let the bureaucrats take over and we saw how well that worked out for them awesome yeah that was a terrible part too
1: see, I think that Darrow's about necessity. That's the he thing is. I think people are missing is like I agree. yeah, sorry, go, what were you gonna say, Elise? Well,
2: no, just Daryl is a Darrow wow, is a doer
3: mm-hmm. like
2: he's yeah. not gonna just sit in uh, the Senate and and, and say I think big
3: speeches. Mustang yeah. kind
2: of tells him to like, hey, can you just be with me and help me and mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Nope. No, (laughs) no, No. I can't. And I think that is his character. And I think he's true to his character. I think he gets lost a bit in dark age and iron gold. As far as, um, it's like he had a purpose and then Mm -hmm. he achieved it. And then he's like, now what? I
1: think, Oh, go ahead.
2: Well, just, it wasn't on his shoulders necessarily. It was more Virginia and her. Yeah. Avenue. You know what I'm saying? So I think he saw an opportunity, not that he wanted to, but he was like, this is what I was made to do. And this is what needs to happen. And it wasn't a warmonger kind of thing. It was just like, like you said, like, that's his, that's who he is. That's what he was trained to do. And he's just focused and going to go get it.
1: I think people that have, like I said, there's been a lot of people online talking about like calls for, they want to see Daryl hung for his war crimes. They want to see, they see him as the villain now and all these things. And I'm just like, I think people are missing the point of dark age which was yeah. that every single side got more brutal. Yes. every Everybody entrenched and became worse because they couldn't. There's no middle ground. They knew it that wasn't. if there was, like, the Senate tried it. We saw how that worked out, right? That Every side knows that if they even attempt to meet anybody in the middle, they're going to get their heads lopped off. And I think that Darrow knows this, and Darrow yes. understands the necessity of, of his wickedness, even if you want to call it that, but he understands yeah. the necessities of war. And for me, I don't see Darrow as this like unredeemable, awful person that people are making him out to be when he literally was like, all right, look, if it saves the planet, you guys can kill me. Like literally right. gives his army the choice to like, let him be tortured to death. If it yeah. saves the army. And even in the Ladon, he literally chooses to save his army instead of win the war. So I don't see him as like, as this lost character, as some people are saying, I think people are just kind of missing the gravity of the situation that he's in
0: yeah and i think on one hand people are kind of starstruck by lysander because he's trying to Mm. be this middle ground he recognizes that what the golds had done was wrong but also seeing the violence around darrow and being like well that's wrong too there's got to be a middle ground everybody loves middle ground people Right, because those are the people who don't make the hard decision.
1: It's weird because yep. in some ways, Lysander's right, and it goes back to um, like Machiave- Machiavellian thinking, right, <laughs> where it's like, what is the best form of government? It would be a monarchy right. with a uh, uh, with a but you know benevolent ruler,
3: right? But you can't right. have
1: that. So like you the can't. other best form yeah. of government, the best that we can afford, which is Darrow's belief, and I think is my belief as well, is like, look, you maybe have one good king. Right. And that's the best form of government is when you have a perfect King, but that's not, that's not human nature. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Republic is, is trying to fix those things of having the, the monarchy and the aristocracy and, and the people and all these things. Right. But yeah. So like on one hand, I think Lysander makes sense. If people look at him as in like, he could be this benevolent ruler and that's how some people are reading him. But I'm like, eh, I still think he's Mm. wrong. I, yeah. Do you guys think Lysander's going to change, redeem, be? That's what everybody's Not saying. Not
0: anymore. Not anymore. After he married at Atlantia, what?
1: You don't think he's going to betray her, though?
0: I hope he does. I hope oh, so. He's I definitely going to betray her. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't
2: know that there's any. Again, I pretty much gave up hope in him when he shot Alexander in the yeah. face. I was like, yeah. you know what?
0: I quit on you.
3: Yeah,
2: and maybe that's very narrow-minded, but I was so mad. You like,
0: my favorite love nope. story.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's so many betrayals that he could have done that I would have been able to get over, and that Not one more is so just than like, that one. Yeah, because there's other characters who have done similar things and been redeemed. Cassius being one of them.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. um but I just I have a I have a hatred for Lysander <laughs> that Did I just you guys can't get expect over.
0: Cassius to still be alive. Yes,
1: 100 percent. I didn't yeah. think he was dead ever.
0: There's no body. Wait, we didn't They're find the body. Right. I'm
1: like, right, right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then he's not dead. I <laughs>
1: every, didn't expect every him to time come in. We think
2: Cassius
0: is dead, and he's not. I know.
1: I didn't expect <laughs> him to be the Deus Ex Machina of of Dark Age, though. That was yeah. a nice. That was a pleasant surprise. But I didn't um, either. Um, no, I I I didn't think Cassius was dead. No, nope. but uh,
2: but I did love how he came back. Me too. Yeah, so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Anyway, I feel like we've said probably all that there is to say about like what's what kind of been set up. What do you guys, what are your guys' predictions for for Lightbringers to come up? Like, what do you want to see happen? Where do you think it's going? Them? I guess we could talk about like without reading Lightbringer, we don't really know what's going to happen with Red God, but I know there's you could kind of theorize on what the next two books are going to be. Yeah, I will say this really quick. One last thing: mm. people have theorized that. That Lightbringer was going to be half the POVs, and Red Guy was going to be the other half the POVs. They're going to be simultaneous. Uh, that's not that's been confirmed. Phew, that's not oh how it goes. God. I would have hated that. So I don't think
2: I could handle that. Everybody
3: would because Game hated of that. Thrones did yeah. that for yes, two of their
1: books, they and did. so people theorized that's what was going on here and. Pierce Brown confirmed that's not. They're each oh uh, narrative books. They're not. Do not, not two halves. do not
0: repeat George R.R. Martin's mistakes, man. <laughs> Can
1: he just please not don't. follow any of George R. R. Martin's mistakes, like with Facts. this or, or any of his writing style,
2: or taking or twelve years? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, just don't, don't
0: be George oh. R. R. Martin,
2: please that's... don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: You heard it here first, kids. Don't be George R. R. Martin. <laughs>
2: that's me. The more you know. <laughs> My thing is this is really um it's a s- small part I think but I want to say that you want to underestimate um the jackal's not reincarnation but his clone his clone mm, yeah. yeah and I I dismissed it for a while and I was like cuz Virginia makes a good point. She's like, you're not him because you didn't go through all the things that right. made him who he is. And what's-her-face right. can tell you all day long, all the stories and what his life was like. But that doesn't make you him. Um, Who, is, who was that with him, raising him?
1: Oh, uh yeah. Lilith.
2: Lilith. Oh, Lilith Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, the demon. <laughs> anyway, the of
0: the Bone Riders, yeah. Yes. Oh, she's um, creepy and gross. Oh, she <laughs>
2: is. She is the fact that she why survived. why are
0: there so many women in the these stories who are creepy and gross like Can her and Atlantia, yeah. yes, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I know. And uh, uh, Victress' sister before her, yes,
2: um, mm, yeah, yep, her.
1: I can't think of her name right now,
0: I but know. yeah, yeah. It um, starts
1: with an A, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like. It doesn't, yep. matter. doesn't anyway. matter. Anyway, <laughs> yeah.
2: her that one. Yeah, yeah. That one. I do love when Victor punched her so hard in the face that so she was great. <laughs> like mutilated. I was like, yes, that's why I, I do have to say. I don't know. I have it. A, it's a hard for me between Victor and Severo. I'm not gonna her lie. favorite character. Her favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I Victoria's mean, Victor's the Victoria's best female character. Female,
0: Severo. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's hard to beat She's Severo. Awesome. But anyway. Yeah. With the jackals, they're, they're the
1: power couple of the the series
2: exactly. that everybody loves, yeah. and they're going to
0: repopulate true. the universe. <laughs> no, are, kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no kidding! No <laughs> kidding! Just a million children everywhere. I love it. I do too. But I think it's easy to dismiss like the jackals clone, and just be like, "Yep, Virginia nailed it. Who cares?" And but it, but that to me says more you like you don't
0: actually see him die. Yeah. Nope.
1: Nope. Okay, I think this is the perfect way to do it then because the end of Dark Age set up like five massive problems, right? Yeah. So we yeah. should go through each one. Yeah,
2: that's a good way to do it. Cause... Or each
1: character arc, for sure. So with Jackal yeah. and Severo, what do you think is going to happen?
2: I don't know. I just know that it's it's kind of easy to dismiss more than the others because the others seem so big. So I'm just, in my mind, I'm like, that one's going to come back and just like
1: the something here's... you didn't expect. Yeah, here's my prediction. I think that Severo finds a way to fight back. I don't think he's gonna be yeah. the damsel in distress. No. But That's I do him. think that we're going to get this perfect meeting of Cassius and Darrow coming for Severo And Severo's like covered in gore and he's right, like yeah. on the escape when they get there and they rescue him. And there's this it's huge like, bro, bromance out, moment that we've always we haven't had we haven't had the bromance moment that we had in Morningstar in the other mm-hmm. in any of the books since then no nope. and i'm waiting for that like perfect darrow severo bromance to be rekindled they're
0: gonna lock eyes and be like bro bro yeah.
1: dude." i'm telling you though that gonna part in Morningstar star yeah. on, on uh, phobus was like my favorite part of the original trilogy, <laughs> where no they joke. just
0: kick each other's ass
1: oh
3: yeah. i love it it's the best I part do. of the
1: book yeah i was um, like that's
2: just so accurate I it's the know. greatest yeah.
1: bromance of all time for yeah. sure so I no, want to see fine. the bromance rekindled with uh, Darrow and Severon and Cassius in the beginning. Yeah. I, I don't think that Jackal's going to live very long.
2: Probably not, mm.
1: but... I think that that's the one story arc that everybody expected to c- carry on for a long time, and I don't think it will.
2: That's a good point, I think point Jackal too.
1: dies in the beginning of this book.
2: I'd be fine with that. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. What do guess, you, what do you I think? I don't think he's going to be... Go ahead, Jess. I'll, I'll stop.
0: No. Well, no, I think you're right. I don't know if he'll be a big player, and if he does, it's because he's taken under the wing of our other two big players, either the folks, well, or I guess our other three, right? Because we have the folks from the rim, we have at Atlantia, and we have, oh, what are the names of those obsidians who are running around?
1: The Azkhamani.
0: The Ascomani, yeah. 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 Yeah, it won't be the same like the jackal
2: was in the first three. It would just more be like.
1: I think it would be repetitive and and not as much fun if they tried not to Harris recreate Brown. the whole jackal thing. Yeah. I'm glad they brought it back because I do feel like it was an interesting uh, story arc, but I don't think it should linger.
2: I hope it doesn't because I don't. I think he's a better writer than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's the one thing because. I heard rumors that there's one story arc from the book that doesn't get fleshed out in a big way. It kind of ends more abruptly than people think. Mm, and that's kind of that my one. prediction. It's that one.
3: Right. It's
1: not going to be the Azkamani. <laughs> oh,
0: no, no way. No way. And not after everything that happened to Dark Age. No way.
1: <laughs> right. So if I had to pick like one story arc that just kind of ends more abruptly, it's it's that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that because I feel like the whole purpose of it was to be a foil for Virginia to kind of sort through everything that happened.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: yep. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, Severo's not going to die. I don't think. Um, Not. I think Severo's going to get his revenge on the Jackal, and it's going to be like glorious. It's going to be the most brutal thing ever written.
0: (laughs) Killing a ten-year-old, even even more than than
1: twitching meat carpet. Yeah, Seffi was pretty. Brutal. That
3: yeah. Jeez,
1: too. the Azkamani are... Well, let's talk about the Azkamani. What do you yeah. think is going on with that?
0: I'm worried they're going to get Olga.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really like Olga. Olga's definitely going to be a captive of the Azkamani yeah. in the beginning of this book, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, whether she uses that to sabotage them from the inside or... Convince them to she's piss off to some lot, other planet. I don't, she's I don't know.
0: Grown enough to do that, no. so I worry. But
1: that's why she's going to yeah. be part of their captive, right? She's got to have right. that that growth and that she's right. got to go hell. through her own personal <laughs> yeah. hell. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you, yeah. So she's going to go through some some yeah. stuff in this book.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I don't know what I, I. just I don't have a lot of predictions for the Ozkamani because I just don't know where that's going. I.
0: It feels like I think they're, they're just going to get their own
1: reservations the and yeah. <laughs> like oh. <is> <laughs> space reservations. I think <laughs> out, in
2: the, out in the like. Do you think the they depth?
0: might try and make an alliance with either Atlantia or the folks from the Rim? The Rim.
1: Well, they already do have an alliance with Atlantia. Yeah,
0: the Rim planets.
1: No, because it's not the do? Rim. Yeah, it's not the Rim. They're the um. Fa, whatever his name is, the, the leader yeah. of Azkamani is an agent of uh, the Death Knight.
0: Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I forgot that, too.
1: So they already are oh, working shit. for the society. Yeah, they already are. See, yep. okay. so yeah, I, I just feel like that they're
2: that... this big, dark cloud that you have no <laughs> idea what's coming. But it's so going to be So maybe
0: Fa's ultimate plan is to basically use them to stop Darrow and then turn on them. So...
1: I think that Sefi might, take over. might, or I think not Cephi. I think Olga might Olga. be able to convince them that they're pawns of mm-hmm. the society, mm-hmm. and they're never going to side with anybody. They're just going to like kill the shit out of everyone.
0: That's what, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they're kind cross. of the
1: the wild card in the battle.
0: Yes. Well, it's uh, like we were talking about before. We're seeing the interplay between different types of government. You have the monarchist style. You have Mm -hmm. the republic style. But you also have the anarchy. Yes. In there. And that's probably what the Ascomani serve. They show you what anarchy would look like.
1: 100%. Yeah. If they were Just ruler by the strongest warlord. That's all anarchy is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think that that's. I think that's their role in it for sure. I don't know where it's gonna go exactly or how Olga's gonna navigate that. What do you what are you your guys' predictions with uh, um oh I can't think of her name now? <laughs> the red chick.
0: Leer- Lyria. Lyria Lyria <laughs> You hate her so much you can't even be bothered to remember her name.
1: <laughs> no, it's not worth my time.
0: <laughs> you know the whiny one.
1: <laughs> yeah, anti Darrow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that thing that, like, went into her eye and, like, is doing all the weird stuff. Mm -hmm. That's weird.
1: It's super weird.
0: (laughs) She's going to turn into, like,
2: superhero.
1: She is going
0: to, right? Captain Marvel. Yeah, kind. well, it's like Fig was a a class of secret agent. And I wonder if that ties back to um, the... The the gang, not the gang, the, hand. Like the mafia. Yeah, the hand. The red that hand that was underlying. Yeah, the no, well not the red hand. No, the mafia that was underlying the whole society. Um do you remember what I'm talking about? Um no. like that pink guy that, <laughs> that's the, yeah, red the, was oh, no, not the red hand was dealing with the not red hand. The syndicate. The yes. syndicate. That's the syndicate. The syndicate. I was
1: syndicate. saying the red hand, hand and thinking the, syndicate. Yeah, I was, yeah, too yeah, was my thinking bad. about the pink. Yeah, guy. the
0: red hand were the reds who were rising. Yeah, no, I know that.
1: I I meant the syndicate. I don't yeah. think it ties to the syndicate. What I think is that there's only one person in the universe who can fix her. And he's also been holding a secret since Morningstar that we haven't gotten to see. Mm. And I think that's the big thing with her in this one is she has to go to Mickey.
0: Yep. We haven't seen Mickey in forever.
1: No, but he, in Morningstar, they said he he yeah. pissed off to work on a project. Then in Iron Gold and Dark Age, they keep saying, "Yeah, we haven't seen Mickey in twenty years. He's off, you know, screwing around with some project." Right. But we don't know what that is. We know that her her eye thing ties to um, the Oculus, that planet right. that. Um,
0: oh yeah. Uh,
1: Helios or whatever. Not. I can't think of his name. <clears throat> that the guy, was, building, guy who was the orange after from Mercury. Orange. Yeah. yeah. He built this like, like Oculus planet, right? And her eye thing ties to that somehow.
0: Right. Mm. So
1: it was like a some kind of theft or collaboration between Quicksilver and and that guy. Why well, I can't think of his name. <laughs> I want to call him Helios, but that's not it. That's the it, city. it is
0: an H name.
1: Yeah. It anyway. Him. My point is, I think that the only person who can help her right now is Mickey, and I think that that's where we're going to see her go to. Because mm. if anybody's going to do some crazy carving. Yeah. On, It'll be on Lyria it has to be Mickey also if she's going to like mirror Darrow's journey in a, kind of a equal and opposite way of some sort I feel like she's got to go to Mickey and then we got to find out what he's working on but I still can't for the life of me figure out what Mickey's working on
3: I
2: feel like there have been no clues that the, you could even <clears throat> like the only it. clue
0: we have is that the idea of the Oculus is that it was the perfect society right the per- perfect planet and so maybe there, it's an attempt to create utopia where there are mm-hmm. no colors.
1: This is th- I, the reason I think you're onto something with this is because mm-hmm. it was mirrored in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, there oh. is there is uh, the Sons of Ares comic books. There's this part where, <clears throat> why can't I think of his name, Severo's dad. So oh. many names. <laughs> <There> <laughs> and are. he's one of my favorite characters. Why can't I, I think of it right now? Um,
2: Every time you say that, Fitchner, like, I need Fitchner. a glossary. Oh, yeah, so
1: Fitchner. when Fitchner yeah. in in the second Sons of Ares comic book finds that they have this secret plan to take the colors and make them more the colors, like their skin and everything. They've turned them into alien beings, right? And they're going to go off into outer space and create a perfect second society where the colors are like so ingrained. It's their skin. It's everything, right? And he stops this. I think Mickey's is the opposite. I think he's going to take away the colors and try to create some kind of utopian society. uh, That's the opposite of that maybe. So he's definitely working on some type of like genetic engineering project for 20 years. And I don't know if it's like to make everybody equally like the golds, but without the color system or what it is or to make it or to make it easy for colors to interbreed or I don't know what it is. But I feel like it has something to do with with that in the Oculus, with like I, I don't know. That's just like not a very good <laughs> prediction, but I feel like it's related somehow and I just haven't figured out how.
2: Right. Not like he's inspired kind of by Darrow and what he did, and this is his way of of taking that and doing it in his
1: Yeah. Like zone. getting rid of the sigils and getting yeah. rid of the, the distinctions between the classes, the, the, the caste system. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, got to, it's either that or he's building some kind of super army. I don't know. Because like they at this point, they almost need a clone army like Star Wars.
0: <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, they Kinda just been decimated. Like a, a million yeah. of their army just got impaled in the Ladan by freaking right. the Death Knight. Yeah.
0: And they were already <laughs> scraping by as it was.
1: Right. Yeah. They're like a ragtag band at this point. Yeah. And they just killed his entire army on Mercury. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Daryl's going to have to have something or make some alliance or, or Lysander's going to have to turn on the society while the Azkhamani turn on the society and they just like eat themselves. I don't know.
2: And he just waits. <laughs> and I, just, I know. I don't know. It's
1: I crazy. Don't know. Though. It's
0: like 5D chess. Everybody's playing.
1: It yeah. is though, isn't it? Yeah. It
0: kind of
2: it, is. It's insane. But I wonder if Lyria with that, like going back to her and the I thing Mm -hmm. um, and Mickey, like if he is creating an army, is she going to be like the leader? I don't know. commander of that army? Is she going to be? I don't know.
1: Something. She's got She's going to be be something something big.
2: It's going to be a big deal.
1: Okay. questions about the titles then. What do you think? What do you think the titles have significance for? right lightbringer
0: well lightbringer right. is a reference to um Sel- Selenius Lysander's yeah Selenius yeah so that ha- that must mean something important happens with Lysander either he rises to the challenge and he's going to get his way somehow or he's going to he's going to take it the fall really bad
1: well lightbringer is also like a title for Satan so <laughs> i yeah. think
0: I think Good that point. he's
1: going to, I think that he's going to be looked at by some as the one who can actually bring society back to his ancestors. At Selenius's idea of order and benevolence and not like slavery, but like everybody's got their part and it's not that you're,
3: right. you
1: know, the, it was, it was Plato's Republic. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think he's going to be looked at the light bringer of bringing back the idea of the philosopher kings and Plato's Republic and all of that stuff by some. And he's going to be looked at as actually Satan by others. And I don't know if that means like, look, he didn't he came in saying, oh, I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king. And now he's like, oh, Atalanta is a bitch. I do want to be king. I think he's going to overthrow Atalanta in this book.
0: I, I hope he kills her good.
1: <laughs> I think yeah. he, I think that's yeah. what him and Apollonius are going to do. I think they're going to kill yeah. Atalantia. Yeah, for sure.
2: And well, you always okay. So here's a random thought. I'm not sure I can follow this all the way through, but stick with me, okay? So do it. Pierce Brown always. It it, it is historical fiction in that you see so much of history and everything he writes. Like you can see right. mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've all said this multiple times, <clears> you know, the reds and the Irish and yada, yada, yada. Um, so I'm wondering if with Lysander, like what he represents historically and the fight they're fighting against.
1: I know who he represents historically right no. from Pierce Brown's mouth. And it was pretty oh. obvious in dark age. He represents Caesar Augustus. Well, and he literally crossed sense. the Rubicon beacons.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> no oh, joke. yeah. Forgot. In Dark yeah. You're Age. Right. So <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so there's that.
1: <laughs> that's This is my point. Everybody wants Lysander to turn around and be good and work with Daryl. I'm like, that's not going to happen.
2: No. No. Nope.
1: I don't nope. think nope. so. I think nope. he is. I think he's Caesar yeah, Augustus. He is. Yeah.
2: And to some, he will look like the hero, The co- you know, and he will be, like you Fine. said, mm-hmm. what everybody's looking for and wanting and be this. Uh, but a Darrow's always leader.
1: represented someone more like Spartacus.
2: Yep, right. Yep. So So yeah. I think yeah. that's the fight there.
1: He, which is weird. Darrow represents Alexander in so many ways too, but <laughs> it's it's a little all over the place on on who he represents historically, but yeah, no, I think I think that this is going to if it, it, he never mirrors them perfectly, so you no. can't just look at Caesar Augustus and say that's who. But that is who Lysander's modeled after, even though he's named after right. a Spartan general. Like, the names and who they're based on historically don't generally match up.
3: No. no. <laughs> it's just say, that they
1: live in a society that reveres history so much they name everybody after someone.
2: Yeah. Well, like Nero, for example.
0: <laughs> Nero Augustus. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> Like, two of the most brutal rulers. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: But
0: in that two That was the ways. most
1: on-the-nose name of yeah. his books. <laughs> that <laughs> was Nero Augustus. <laughs> that one was.
2: That one was.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, everybody else, like... Everybody else's names that don't general don't always. No. I would say Cassius probably is the closest to representing his historical figure
3: because
1: mm-hmm. Cassius was one of the people who killed uh, C- killed Caesar, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, was it Cassius and Brutus that killed Caesar?
2: brute, yeah,
1: and then Cassius ends up helping kill uh, what's her face? So, in a way, similar, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, gosh. Who else did we talk about? Virginia.
3: Oh,
2: Virginia. I love Virginia, too. I do to too. help it. She's awesome. I love Virginia.
0: She gets so much more awesome in mm-hmm. Iron, yes. Gold and Dark Age. Agreed. I think
2: seeing things yeah. from her point of view
0: is huge
2: in yeah. that, Agreed. too.
0: Agreed. Yeah.
1: I um, love her narrative in Dark Age. I did, too. Definitely.
2: Definitely. She, Because at the end, you have to remind me, because I didn't get to the end again. I mean, I read it the once, but
0: <laughs> rereading so it, I didn't quite get to the end. What I remember last is she basically escaped Yeah. Um, from the weird clone guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She escaped and from Clone Jackal, gets rescued yeah. by the Telemontist, and taken back to Mars. Right. That's right. And when she goes to Mars, she takes a risk and says, do the, do the Martians still love me? And they do. Um, so we're yeah. kind of seeing like the one planet that they've been ignoring this whole time. Right. Their home is like, yeah, we're under turmoil, but look at what the freaking obsidians did to us. We still want Darrow. We still want Virginia. So like yep. they, right. I think they're going to coalesce on Mars as another, it, like I said, going back to the original, yep. that's going to be their Go base back of operations. To where it all began. Yeah. Yep. But I I see Still them up. I see I see Victra and Severo and Darrow and Virginia and Pax and all of them being in the same place for a lot of the following mm-hmm. book. Gosh, I hope so. I really hope so too. I it's been so too. hard seeing them all separated. Yeah. There's going to be a huge thing like Darrow's redemption arc in in this book is going to be him fixing his relationship with his son.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I, I yeah. think so. I think so too. And even Virginia and Pax to some really extent really has to
0: come into. Yeah. yeah.
2: And Pax has to come into his own, and that's going to be, yes.
1: And he has been. I, I didn't like Pax a ton in the beginning. Um, not that I disliked him for any reason, but he was...
0: He he was just kind of like there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was a little privileged and a little whiny. Yep. Um, Even yeah. for being a genius. So it's nice to see him coming into his own character. He's never going to be like his dad, right. uh, but he doesn't have to be. He's a different kind of... Of person, he can be kind amazing as a
2: blend of Virginia and right. Daryl, yes, you know. Yeah, right. And
1: that's really the best that they would hope for, right? Like right. even Daryl yeah. would hopefully want the best qualities of his wife yeah. to be in his son. Yeah. Um. So Pax is interesting. Like Pax could be the. I mean, Pax could be the guy who, like, in the end, rules the society and like yeah. figures figures the stuff out, right? But um, right. I don't. That's know. what
0: you would hope because.
1: Be better uh, than Bran, <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. Anyone, sorry, would George, have been better than, anyone would have been better than Bran.
3: Gosh,
0: <laughs> anybody, the freaking giant wolves would have been better. <laughs>
1: oh, Lord. Daenerys Targaryen, after she destroyed everybody with a dragon, would have been better, yeah. <laughs>
2: yes after yes, she
1: yes. went mad still better
0: yeah
2: still better <clears throat> uh,
0: not to start making predictions about uh red gold but i red think god. pax has to be or red god thank yeah. you uh pax has to be the one because he, he has to kill darrow in the end
1: you think pax is going to kill darrow
0: no 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 i think pierce brown, oh, pierce oh. brown at the end of red god <laughs> i was oh my like, like oh hey, that no. took such a
3: no. turn <laughs> No, 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 I, 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 I think
0: Darrow ha- doesn't get to live after the end of the series.
3: I've right? pretty much
0: so been like yeah. gearing up for him. to Everybody
1: expects Darrow to die. The end of all this. To yeah. die. Yeah. yeah, I just hope it's a, <laughs> I hope it's a worthy death. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, it's an honorable death. It's a good death.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't agree with the people who are like they should, you know, fix the society by hanging Darrow. I'm like, no, don't feed the people no. like no. their bloodlust. That's what the problem was in. <laughs> The last book,
2: exactly. Ah,
1: anyway, I just people get Daryl wrong. People really do get Daryl wrong. Like they'll look at because they look at him as a hero, they'll say, "Oh, he did terrible things." It's like, yeah, but look at his enemies. Like he has to be this brutal just to keep up, and even that's not enough most of the time.
2: And look at what happens to, like you said earlier, to people who are try
1: to find middle ground. A
2: smidge, yeah, yeah, right, a smidge.
1: Daryl understands more than people give him credit for Like Uh, the hardest choice he made in iron gold. I know people were mad about it. I'm like, I, that was one of my favorite parts of the book because he decided that saving the society, saving the people who he's responsible for is more important than having to be the one to save his son. He trusts his wife. He trusts his friend. And he's like, I could save my son today and lose everything tomorrow. Or I could make the hard, hard, hard sacrifice.
0: Yeah.
1: And, try to save what what I'm responsible for, the millions of soldiers and brothers and sons and sisters and husbands and wives that I'm responsible for. And I know a lot of people were mad at him for it, but I'm like, that to me took a lot of character. Like it's a it's lot of character. The,
0: the morally correct decision. Yes. I don't know if yes. you guys played the game The Last of Us, but that was the incorrect decision that was made at the end of the game that you chose the life of one person over the life of millions. Yep. Yeah. And it it takes a, a it, it's a hard decision to make, but the trolley mm-hmm. par- problem works out the way it should because you have to prioritize the many. I mean, you know.
1: If you, <laughs> this is totally random. There's a game that came High on Life that came out recently. Are you familiar with it?
3: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: It's the creators of um, of. Uh, why well, can't think of it? Rick and Morty made a video game, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and you run True. into the trolley problem at one point, and no matter which way you pick, the game punishes you for it. Uh!
0: <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh,
1: if you save the one guy, he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm a serial killer. I'm gonna go keep uh, killing of people." gonna <laughs> go do sa-
2: my thing. See ya. if you
1: save the. I don't remember what happens if you save the other five, but it's something equally ridiculous where it's like both choices were
2: wrong. Ah, uh. <laughs> kind of punishes
1: where for- It's funny. Sorry, that's total that Yeah, 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 but. Yeah, no, I don't I don't see Darrow in as negative a light as everybody else does. I think we Mm-mm. will get to see his redemption arc in a big way. This was the thing. If you go back and reread Red Rising, as I said, I've done once or twice.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. You see how once stupid
1: Darrow is in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. He's such and- a
1: retard in the first book. <laughs> but he, like, he learned.
0: But he learns from it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know- really get to see <clears throat> amazing growth in these characters. Mm-hmm. Which is incredible. Oh. Uh, so well
2: written, and I think the thing with um, Darrow and making these stupid decisions and learning from them. And I lost my train of thought. Dang I'm it! Sorry, I
0: interrupted no. you. No,
2: no, no. It's me. I do that all by myself. Anyway, <laughs> if it comes to me later,
1: there's only like a bajillion names and events to remember oh <laughs> over God. the course. Boy, and that's the truth. Books. Oh.
0: and they can't be easy names like no. Bob or some Bob, <laughs> <laughs> Red Bob, Pink Bob. Blue bug. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, nope, it's gone again. Keep going. Uh, anyway.
0: I'm just gonna
1: shut up. Okay, no. well we we're talking about who red who the red no. god is. I think it's a yes. I think it's a multiple meaning thing. Mm. I think that it's going to be Lyria in some way. I think she's gonna be given godlike powers. Mm. I think that it could be
3: Pax. Pax, Pax becoming the
1: god yeah. emperor of the society and Darrow meeting the Reaper, the Red God. So mm. I think it's, like, a lot of things, to be honest. But and, like, that's just, all at once. Yeah. I think it could be all of those things. He, he'll he do that where he's got multiple, yeah. Yeah. you know, meanings for the same name. Just like with Lightbringer, I think it's he's going to be the one that supposedly brings the light back to the society that's been missing it for so long. And he'll also be Satan to so yeah. many. So Yeah. Um, and, obviously, it's a callback to Selenius and the whole idea of iron golds and what that means. So... Yeah, I don't know. Is there any other major events that we're missing that we want to give an idea on before I voraciously tear through this book without sleeping uh, in a few weeks?
0: (laughs) I know, right?
3: Uh, Uh,
1: I think I'm going to staff social media for a few days and just like tear through this incredibly dense book and then reread it at a leisurely pace again later
2: on. Right. What day does it come out?
1: July 25th. July
0: 25th. 25th. And I get to go to a book signing like two days after the book comes out. I'm so hyped.
1: That's amazing.
0: That's awesome. I'm so hyped.
1: That's (laughs) awesome. Um, yeah. What? What else? Is there any other predictions or things that we wanted to talk about? We talked about. Is there any characters we're missing?
2: Where was Victor at the end?
1: With with uh, With, Virginia.
2: Virginia. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. I just had to check on where my girl was.
0: Process her grief. Her and Severo are going to have to do a lot of processing there. We talked
1: about the heroes, but we didn't talk about the villains much.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, Good point.
1: Because one of the things that's leaked about this book is that the opening chapter is the Death Knight.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So
1: I don't think we're going to get a POV of the Death Knight. I think it's going to be the way that the last two books opened up with like the Mm -hmm. Iron Gold opened up with the POV of a a little red girl on Mercury who was before she got bombed and things like that. So but I, I do find it interesting that we're going to see more from the Death Knight. Like, his story is obviously not done. He's the one controlling uh, the Oz Kamani. Right. And he's, his character is so interesting uh, as it's this so major It's so much more complex
0: than we originally were led to believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he yeah. he
1: essentially represents um, Dracula. Yeah. Vlad yes. the Impaler.
0: Ooh. Yes yeah that's right literally I forgot that literally too. Literally. Literally. Quite literally literally and yeah. he says
2: something about that too like it's not that i enjoy doing it but it it's a statement
0: mm-hmm. yeah. you know and, and it's a loud statement it's a
2: big statement
1: i want i don't you know, know if i have a lot of predictions for him but i do i'm so curious to what happens with apollonius because i think he's yes. my favorite villain in this mm. um I, I just apollonius is to her, such but, a
0: wild card
1: yeah, yeah. he could but do it makes anything him such a good villain
2: yeah I think that's why I like him so much because you have no idea what's.
1: what's, And he's just insane. He's literally an insane genius who you can't predict. It just makes for the best villain.
2: Yeah, I love it. I love him as bad Mm -hmm. as I
0: just remember when uh, every Darrow and everybody went to go free him, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Are you insane? I know." That was one of really?
1: the best parts of of that book. I think all the yeah. stuff around Apollonius. That's what made Iron Gold interesting.
0: There, there was very little interesting in Iron Gold, but that was a, <laughs> that was a good part. Yeah, yeah.
1: When when I went when I did a recap of that book, I literally skipped every chapter that wasn't Darrow, and I was like, "Oh, this is a better book." <laughs> Again, it was Fair. necessary. It was all. It, it was a major plot building book. It was, um. I like to think of it this way. I think we have one trilogy, a gap book, and then another trilogy.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think yeah.
1: Iron that's Gold that's is that at, like bridge the gap yeah.
3: thing. Yeah. It's here's like here's here's the new tone years. we're gonna set. It's the here's the. Book.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's an exposition book between two trilogies. Yeah.
3: yeah. Which
1: makes me so much happier that it did end up being a seventh book.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because again, like Dark Age ends with so much happening. So much. It's
0: like. How is he going to cover it all in one book?
1: We've hardly seen Earth. They've never... We haven't seen Venus at all. I think we might get to see those.
0: Yeah. That would be Um,
1: cool. We don't know what's going on with Mickey. The Ozkamani just wrecked the... (laughs) Wrecked shit.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: Apollonius, Atalantia, Lysander. There's just so many villains. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So many villains and so many heroes who have to have their arc, too. Like Mm -hmm. Olga has to have her arc. Pax has to have his arc. I mean, we're we're yeah. still waiting for things to happen for some characters that he set up, Lyria. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a big one.
1: That's the one thing the reviews said is that Lyria becomes interesting. So,
0: thank you. Happy
1: to see. It's
0: about time.
1: That.
2: Yeah. Can she stop crying and start doing something? That'd oh be my great. God, isn't
0: that the truth.
1: You know, the worst <laughs> part about this right now is that I just want to read the book right, now. <laughs> right. <laughs> now. I know. Now that we've discussed it, I'm like, all right. I just want to Pierce go read.
0: Brown it. if you're watching this. Yeah. Can Send us an advanced, an advanced copy. Yeah.
1: We'll sign an NDA. We'll only on
0: say there. good things about it.
1: Yeah, then we can give it a review on the day it comes out, you know. So exactly. think yeah. about it that way.
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Do you
1: guys have any closing thoughts on, on this? Uh or any further predictions or comments.
0: If you're watching this and you still haven't read the books, what is wrong with you?
2: right why are you still watching and then second <laughs> what are you doing with your life go read these books somebody said to us the other day like oh i'm just waiting for all the books to come out or something so i can read start reading them So I was our like, sister
1: said that i'm yes. like just read them
2: i've been <laughs> nagging you since
3: i
0: read this you know 10 years ago i know <laughs> I was like, no. You had to convince me to give the books another chance because someone in grad school told me to read Red Rising, and I started it, and I hated it.
1: I was like, <laughs> so I, weird.
0: I didn't like the the voice style it was written in, and I right. had tried reading the physical book first, and yeah. I was like, mm, this sits weird with me. I can't read this. But like you said, Tim Gerard Reynolds just makes it. And like, then you I think
1: they, they are really meant yeah. to be listened to.
0: He yeah. does it so well. Yeah. But
2: PJ's wife only reads them.
1: She doesn't like audiobooks in general, I know.
2: though. I know. But I'm just saying.
1: I know. I'm like, how do you not like... Th- They're yeah. so hard to read. <laughs> how do you not like Tim Gerard Reynolds' voice?
2: I know. It's Fantastic.
0: so soothing and manly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. His inflections are great. I don't Such know. good inflections. I just appreciate so much... A uh, audible narrator who can give different voices to different characters and them still be distinguished mm-hmm. Like instead of just going like little high voice for the girls or so like a mean, really so, low voice.
1: So you don't mean Scott Brick? No. no. <laughs> I think we all have a personal a vendetta against Scott Brick.
2: I will skip a book. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> who put the uh, question on the teleprompter?
2: <laughs> you know he'll read anything <laughs> you put on there.
1: What were you going to say, Elise?
2: Uh, not to keep bringing up George R.R. Martin, but if you ever listen <laughs> to those books on Audible, that narrator is fantastic as well, whose name I can't remember because I'm not cool like that. But I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, there's another good narrator who's
0: That's amazing. He, I can't remember his name either. And I did listen to that one. It's just hard to get through all of the uh, extra gratuitousness of I could never,
1: like, yeah. never get into the yeah I could never get into the first
0: one and that was like, I made oh, it wow. to
2: four and then I was like screw it
0: Made, wow. it, through I made it yeah same yeah
2: <laughs> I was like nope can't do it yeah but anyway I don't know if I have any more predictions I'm more just like trying to amp myself up I don't think it's going to be as um, hard to read as Dark Age but I'm just I'm also trying no. to prepare myself just in
1: case no, I think. Don't I don't think so. But one of the things Pierce Brown's talked about is he's like, I don't want to punish the audience, so I don't yeah. want to be one of those authors that just oh. kills characters to hurt them. And oh, come on, uh, <laughs> he he's not he's not gratuitous in the way that he kills off characters. Like they do make no. sense, as awful as they are. Like the fact that he's, uh, like,
3: they he's did willing make sense.
0: To,
1: yeah, it, they're hard, but they're it's not like I'm trying to think of the perfect. What like, happened
0: to Orion Ryan didn't make sense. You don't think so? It just felt really violent and unnecessary. It was a foil for them to get the big machines in the air and to start the storm. And I feel like that was the only purpose is so she could pr- betray Darrow. But
1: Orion was always a kind of a, a rogue though. I, I mean, she wouldn't remember. she wouldn't have even gotten into her role if she hadn't like bucked the authority of her original yeah. commander. That's so, true.
2: That's fair. And if she hadn't have been a little cheeky, Daryl probably wouldn't have... For a blue. You know. Right. Right. You probably wouldn't have noticed her as much anyway. What happened? I forgot.
0: Why she I they
1: They rescued her from being tortured, and then she decided she wanted to destroy the whole planet with the storm gods and just like... Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Just yeah. the torturing <sighs> of her felt so... Uh,
1: she was willing yes. to go beyond what everybody else was willing to do, and she right. saw it as good. It, it, like... Uh, not excusing anything she did, but no. it made sense, I feel like, for her character to yeah. go a little mad that way. Yeah. Especially after like 10 years of, 13 years of constant war. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yep. For sure.
1: No. So, it's- I don't know. What I'm saying is I don't think it's just going to keep getting darker and darker and no. darker and everybody lose hope and quit. I think, I think there is going to be redemption. I think there is going to be
3: yeah.
1: hope. He has to give us a little moments. something
0: to keep us want reading because Dark Age was really hard. Yeah.
2: I, it was, I don't but think it's still gonna, my favorite book.
0: Yeah. I
2: don't think he's going to Breaking Bad this thing, so I'm sure <sighs> it's going to just I I've never up.
0: seen Breaking Bad, so... How it's are you a th-
1: chemistry teacher and you've never seen okay, Breaking listen.
0: Bad? <laughs> you would not want to watch Breaking Bad if every time you started a new year of chemistry, <laughs> students ask you, are we going to learn how to make meth? The answer is no. Do you know how to make meth? The answer is none of your business. You know? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Get on my good side, then we'll talk.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) He's only a chemistry teacher for, like, the first season anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, but the writer of that. Right. right. (laughs) I don't want it to be a one-season thing. No, the writer of that had said, "Like I just wanted to take it as far as I could, and like the darkest." The,
1: the point genre. of the point of Breaking Bad. Sorry, we, we I gotta end this soon because I got something I yeah, gotta yeah. do. But oh, the whatever. point of Breaking Bad was to see how long people would stick yeah. with Walter White before they gave up on him. Yeah. And there was a definitive moment that it was like, "All right, if you haven't given up on Walter White, we're gonna make gonna sure knell. you all do at this point." And I was like, "Wow." <laughs> they went there. Yeah, but
2: I don't think that's Pierce Brown. That's what I'm. No, I don't think so either. No, definitely not. So uh, I think we can look forward to some redemption and some definitely some mayhem. Oh,
1: for sure. I just want to see, yeah, a lot of violence, a lot of mayhem, a lot of bromance. That's what I'm hoping for. Bromance. If there's bromance and twitching meat carpets and Uh. (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite description in the last book.
0: Yeah. Uh (laughs) Perfect, and, per- you know,
1: perfect Iron perfect. rains and Betrayal and stuff like that, that I'm just I'm I'm there.
2: Absolutely. It's going to be good. That'll be fun. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, thank you. Is there anything else you want to say, Jess? Nope. All right. Well, what are you guys doing this week? Close us out.
0: OK, so we're finally going to be doing the Magnetic Fields and Ley Lines episode that I teased last week uh, before PJ took over my show. I'm gonna reclaim quirks. This is my show. She's coming back.
1: All your if I'm gone, y'all know what will happen to me.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I got to rescue Elise. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Rescue the audience from our yeah. Rescue the audience. (laughs) But seriously, if you guys didn't watch last week's episode, it was hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was fun. Well, it for Conspiracy Fun. Pilled, I think after this, me and Abby are just going to get on tonight and do a... We haven't, haven't talked for a while or talked to the audience, so we're just going to get on and just do a just chatting, I think, tonight just hang oh, out with people good. and
3: nice.
1: talk about things that are going on. Um, Wednesday, we're having Vicki Joy Anderson on to talk about sleep paralysis demons. And Thursday... I, oh, sorry. What?
0: I just said hype.
1: <laughs> oh, hype. Hype! Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> about um, and then Thursday, we're gonna we're not doing Unhinged. Rush actually gonna do two full episodes this week. We're gonna have TJ Allard on, who is the producer of Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, on
2: wow, yeah, yeah. So that one's exciting too. I'm
1: very excited. So we got a bunch of stuff coming up this week. And you know mm. what? I'll I'll sleep somewhere in there at one point no, next Probably year. Probably
0: not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next, next year <laughs> I'll
1: take a nap next year. Catch yeah. up on all the sleep I've missed in the last month.
0: PJ yeah. is a vampire confirmed.
1: <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, I burn like one in the sun. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank we'll, you. We'll see you guys next month for another. Are we just going to review Lightbringer next month? Yeah, I month? Mean, we probably have should. to. I think yeah. we have to. So probably should. Join yeah. us next month for another Hawk on Book Club. Catch yes. up in that time. Read all six <laughs> Red Rising books. Yeah, you, you only have, have We're going to
2: read. You're going to need all that time. Time your
1: homework, and I promise after that we will review other books. But it's been kind of like, I I would say it's like all all of ours, a favorite for all of us is the Red Rising series. So, definitely. We'll get to other things eventually, but not until after we do Lightbringer. (laughs) See you guys next time.
3: See ya. See ya.